Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, good morning, everybody. 907 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. This is your host, Will Marotti. And uh, Matt Sorois, our, our very happy and joyful master of ceremonies, making sure the show stays on track, on target, on time, and, and, uh, and taking your calls. Um, hope you had a good night last night. Uh, I don't think they did in, in Ukraine. I don't think it was a good night. Obviously, that's uh, somewhat tongue-in-cheek. Um, today's first-time caller Friday. Here's how this works. Now, last week, let me just say last week, I think we set a record with seven first-time callers. So we'd like to break that record today. So here's the deal. You're a first-time caller. You may be listening for a while. You may be new to the program. You'd like to call, feel a little nervous about it. This is your day. This is your time. You call 800-966-9842 or 860-522-9842. Of course, the 9842 is WTIC on a touchstone pad. Um, you call. Matt answers. You tell him that you're a first-time caller. Matt will walk you through the process. He will then indicate on my giant computer call screen the fact that you are a first-time caller i your host will give you preferential treatment you won't be waiting forever you'll get in right away and then you can talk about anything you want you can talk about topics that we're talking about you can bring up your own topic and even if you disagree oddly enough with the host i will not push back at all this is your call this is your time i want to make your first time call as enjoyable and easy for you as possible so first time caller friday today we're looking for eight first-time callers I, I know it's a lot I mean last week was like holy Toledo uh, Toledo in Spain of course not Ohio um, <clears throat> it was it was baffling I couldn't believe it and all week quite frankly all week I have to say hats off to you guys you're doing a great job the call volume all week has been just uh, splendid it really has been something else to see so I, I love being with you guys. I love talking with you guys. It's a great honor. I'm so thankful to the management at TIC for having given me this opportunity. Um, I didn't. I didn't think it was going to materialize the way it did. In fact, I don't. Only been off the air for nine months. But but hey, things happen. So uh, so glad. So glad to be with you today, and so glad to uh, be able to to just talk with you. Uh, we have one guest scheduled for today. That's in the 10 o'clock hour. So you are the unscheduled but welcome guests in the 9 o'clock hour. And then, of course, the bulk of the 10 o'clock hour will still be calls apart from the guests that we have. Uh, it is uh, approaching 9-11 here, so let's take a moment. If we've ever needed prayer, we need it now, would you say? 
Let's focus our thoughts for a moment, shall we? Heavenly Father, uh, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we thank you and we praise you today. You're a good God, and you've given us a good life, and you've blessed us with life. We, we woke up this morning. You've blessed us with friends, with family, so important, jobs, the ability to, to do what we need to do and do, in many cases, what we want to do. We're so grateful for that. God, we pray that you would protect the people in Ukraine and end this conflict, that you would confound the plans of the Russian aggressors, that you would cause their weapon systems to fail, and that you would, one way or another, take care of Vladimir Putin. We pray for our first responders today, particularly our police, firefighters, protect them, guide them. We pray for our men and women in the armed forces all around the world. Uh, no doubt, wondering what the future is going to bring. We pray, God, that uh, you would just uh, keep keep a lid on this thing. We don't want this expanding. We certainly don't want a a war with with more people, more countries involved. And we certainly don't want a uh, a maniacal leader um, causing a world war. So we pray that that would be all tapped down. Help us today. Guide us on the show. Thank you for all you bless us with. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I get an amen out there? <clears throat> All right, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Here's another question uh, for you. If this, is, if this isn't your first time, anyone can answer this. I mentioned the story that was out on MSNBC yesterday about uh, evangelical Christians supporting Russia, embracing Putin. And I think it was a, that was a plant story. Um, I really do. I, I don't think, I mean, that was based on the comments of an, of an ill-prepared uh, not good, well-thinking Republican candidate, I believe, for Congress in in Delaware. I think it was. I don't recall. Um, just a dopey thing. A dopey. They said they they embrace Putin more than they embrace they embrace Biden. Well, it's just stupid. I mean, it's just that's that's patently stupid to say something like that. But that's okay. It's a free country, right? So I said that last day about you know evangelicals supporting Russia, and people were like, well, "Yes, well, what are you talking about? I'm not sure." I so I said I don't know any. Evangelical Christians, I don't know anybody in the church that supports Russia. I don't know. I've not heard it. I've not seen it. Maybe some woke pastors. I don't know. I don't know who's supporting Russia. So my question to you is, particularly if you identify as an evangelical Christian, do you support the Ukraine or do you support Russia? Very simple. It's not a hard question. That's all I'm looking for. Do you support Ukraine or do you support Russia? And you identify. <laughs> you identify. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm using the term. And you identify as... <laughs> oh, I need to stop thinking. And you identify as an evangelical Christian. Would you call and tell me, do you support, <laughs> do you support Ukraine? Or do you, It's not funny. I'm thinking about something else. I don't want to talk about it. Um, do you support Ukraine or support Russia? And if you're not an evangelical Christian, are you a Catholic Christian? Are you... Uh, you know, a mainstream, mainline Protestant Catholic, uh, uh, a Christian. What, who, who are you supporting here, and why? I mean, just, just very simple, very simple. So please, uh, we we need that call. But, but again, it's first time caller uh, Friday. We're excited about that. We're still looking, by the way, for a sponsor for our first call of the day. That's a Monday through Friday uh, opportunity for uh, great recognition and 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 good ROI. 
So um, we want you to call, and if uh, if you have a small business in your city, we have Between Rounds Bagel sponsors our last call of the day. We need somebody to sponsor our first caller of the day. So uh, if you want to call the sales department, call the WTIC, hook up the sales department, or email me at willmarati at yahoo.com, and I will um, turn you over to the sales department. They'll, they'll make a, give you a sweet deal. And, um, and and it'll be good for you. It'll be good for your business and be good for, good for uh, uh, you'll be happy about it. <laughs> You will. All right. Here's the first caller of the day. Let's go to uh, uh, Nancy in, in Berlin. Nancy, welcome to the show. Good morning, sir. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to talk about charities. I I heard on Brian's show earlier that he had someone, Eric, I believe, from United Way on there, the new CEO. Yeah. Um, when I give to charities, rule of thumb is... Look up what the CEO of the charity makes per year. Mm, good point. Yeah. I happened to look that up, and in 2019, compensation for the CEO was $1,578,515. Now, is, 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 that, that is that for United Way charity? nationally or United Way in Connecticut? Na- nationally. Okay. I mean, who's worth that kind of money when you're working well, for a charity? It just—you know—it's kind of whatever the market know? will bear. You know, I mean, that's why I'm such a big supporter of the Salvation Army. I, exactly. I'm gonna—I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb Army. here, Nancy. Ain't nobody making a million dollars a year at Salvation. I know. Army. I'm just going out on a limb. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. If you're yeah. working for a charity, you should be donating your salary. Never mind. Well, I, I don't. No, I, know, I, don't I, know, I don't. I don't I know, agree I know. with that I'm because it's hard work. Let's not. I mean, to to run a big organization. Uh, yeah. Is hard work, and you, and you should be compensated. But you ought to be compensated reasonably and fairly. Now, is a million dollars fair? I don't know. I, I don't. What I don't know. I don't know what, what national what I'm, what national I'm charities pay. Is, what I'm telling your listeners is just to check out the yeah what the CEO is making. I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, some of them come on. They have country singers promoting their. And yeah, the CEO's sure. making this extravagant amount sure. of money. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, and I would say too, as a as a religious churches. person, Nancy, there's plenty of good faith based yeah, organizations out there churches, that you could support to, to help are to help Ukraine. So I mean, I yeah. I, I would oh, yeah. I would look, I wouldn't forget about the faith based groups is what I'm saying. But I I agree. No. I think a million's a little bit too much for a charity. But <laughs> you know, whatever. What do we know, right? Yeah. We're just yeah. regular people. Nancy, thank no, you but for I, your call. I, I do promote local. Yeah. Charity giving. I, I do as well. Money, food banks. Yes, you know, yes. Give, give yes. all you we, want. We, you uh, have we, a, a peace of mind that mm-hmm. you're doing the right thing. Yeah, well, that, again, that's why I say for all these years of my life, my most trusted charity outside of the church is the Salvation Army. And yes, I have, I I have always, uh, I, I've always given to I, the Salvation Army. I always give to them, whether mm-hmm. it be clothes, fooding, food, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I give what I can. Well, I appreciate I that. Nancy, wanted... thank you for your call. Thank you very much. All right, we're going to take a quick break, a couple of commercials. We'll come back. Phone lines are open, 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. 1st caller Friday. Also, are, are you a person of faith, and particularly do you identify as an evangelical Christian? If you do, or a Catholic Christian, or a Protestant Christian, would you say you support Ukraine right now, or you support Russia? That's all we need to know. Taking a little straw poll Really need your help. We'll take a commercial break. We'll be right back right here at WTIC News Talk 1080. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080.
Uh, baseball strike. I sure hope that they can work this out because uh, we have a, a tradition in our family. I mean, we've gone to a lot of Red Sox games over the year. We're Red Sox fans, and we go to a lot of Red Sox games. But every year, except uh, we went last year, uh, had the best seats ever, and then we missed the year before because of COVID, obviously. Uh, my daughter and I go to Patriots Day. It's the day they typically run the Boston Marathon. And that's our first, generally it's our first Red Sox game of the year we go to in any season is Patriots Day. And I just hope they make it because uh, there's a huge, I mean, you think about it, this is a story out of, uh, out of uh, uh, WCVB in Boston. Uh, the sound of sizzling sweet sausages will have to wait on deck at Fenway Park. Major League Baseball has delayed until at least April 7th as the league and player associations fail to make a deal. It's a big blow psychologically and financially for everyone around the park and everyone in Boston says David Littlefield, the owner of the sausage guy. Now I, I, when I, we come in, we always try to park at the, you know, the shell station that's at the corner of what is it? Land down something. And, uh, and then we walk to the park, we come in and of course the statues are there, you know, Carl Yastrzemski, Ted Williams. And, uh, and there's always a, a, a sausage pepper grinder stand right there. And that's the first thing I do is I get the sausage and pepper grinder as I approach. I think it's gate B at Fenway Park. So, um, you know, I, I just, just on a personal level, I hope they get this thing straightened out uh, because I, I just don't want to have to miss Patriots Day again, second time in three years. I just don't want to do that because we've been going for years and years and years. And it's something my daughter and I really enjoy. And it's a kind of a uh, father-daughter. I used to say daddy-daughter, but she's too old to say daddy. So I'm to say father. Uh, and, 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 I mean, I, and other than that, I mean, you know, I just, I'm just, I, I too am concerned. I heard that this voice this morning. I'm too concerned for the game. Because just the, the younger kids just are not gravitating towards baseball. Now, part of that is, it, you know, yeah, the game is, is a little drowsy in terms of pace, which I don't care, but a lot of people do. Um but you know you get think about it think about how soccer has pulled people away from baseball think about how lacrosse has pulled people away from baseball you've got a lot of competition out there for for you know football uh cheerleading you got a lot of competition out there uh for baseball more than you ever had more than we had you know when i was growing up you know there was football there was there was the main sports there wasn't lacrosse that wasn't even soccer when i was growing up wasn't that popular now you have all these things that are that are gaining uh, strength and popularity, and, and 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 you know all fishing for the same piece of the pie, basically with little kids. So there's there's that going on. But I just I just wish these stinking million gazillion dollar owners, you know, and it's always the union, right? It's the players' association. It's not the players. They're probably ready to go right now. Let's play ball. Put me in, coach. It's the stinking union. It's always the union leaders that mess stuff up, and. Um, you know, it's just um, Litchfield stand on Landau Street lives and dies with the baseball season. I'm concerned about how long it'll go on. It's a big concern. It's it, it gets lengthened and longer. Man, it's going to be really bad. So many people. This is uh, Adam Sperling, general manager of Boston Herald's Commonwealth Hotel. So so many people make money in the baseball season, and and a lot of ancillary businesses depend on it, which is true. Kenmore Square Hotel has a baseball themed room with Babe Ruth card and other card memorabilia. It's all it's, everything's empty. First two series are canceled. Sperling's hopeful the next the two sides will reach a deal for the sake of the society. And I agree, too. Stop being selfish. Work it out. Start playing and, and continue the negotiations. The lockout is just stupid. 
And the last time we had the big lockout, you lost a lot of fans. So stop being stupid, Major League Baseball, and get this thing done. Put this thing to rest. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, 800-966-9842, um, You know, we have Jazz Shaw on, on, on pretty regularly, pretty weekly, I guess you could say that. And uh, Jazz has got a piece I want to talk about later if we can. And he titles it, Is it the end of the Russian war or the end of Russia? Well, I, you know, either way. Um, the Russians apparently attacked and invaded a, a nuclear plant, and it was on fire. Now, I just saw a pop-up that said the fire is under control at the nuclear plant. But, I mean, who, how stinking irresponsible is that? Particularly when we're talking about Chernobyl right down the street, or, you know, figuratively speaking. Um, the, the worst nuclear accident. Why would you, why would you risk attacking a nuclear plant and blowing it up what are you stupid well no you're not stupid you're just maniacal and evil and um oh gosh nuclear plant spokesperson andries Tuz uh told ukrainian television that shells were falling directly on the facility and it set fires to one of its six reactors the reactors are under renovation, not operating. But you know, they could have, they could have missed, they could have missed and hit a active reactor. Firefighters can't get to the flames because they're being shot at by stinking Russians. Unbelievable. <sighs> The assault renewed fears that the invasion could damage one of Ukraine's 15 nuclear reactors, stuff emergency like the 1986 Chernobyl accident, the worst accident in history, nuclear accident in history, which happened just 166, that's down the street, 60, 65 miles away is Chernobyl from where they attacked this thing. Come on, guys. So I almost feel, feel patentish this morning. I mean, I, I'm, I listen, I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover, and I don't want to see people killed. But I do want to see freedom and democracy continue. Democrat, not, not Democrat democracy, like Republican, Republic, Democratic Republic democracy. Um, I almost feel like we ought to take Putin on now. I'm just, just me. I'm not, I'm not promoting it. I'm just saying. I, I have this, this feeling that this is not going to stop after he gets Ukraine. He said the other day he wants all of it. I'll read you the story. He told, he said he wants all of it. He's not going to stop. And why stop at Ukraine? Why not look at some of the other countries? Apparently, he's not afraid of the NATO. He certainly isn't afraid of Uncle Joe. Please. So maybe we should just take him on now and get it over with. I don't know. That's what Patton wanted to do at the end of the Second World War, right? We wanted to go all the way to, all the way to Russia. Maybe we should have done it. We wouldn't have the problem now. Let's go to, uh, uh, you know what? Yeah, let's take this one call. Let's go to Glastonbury. Lori, welcome to the show. Good morning, Pastor Will. So I'm going to talk super fast. Um, in terms of supporting the Ukraine and being an evangelical Christian, absolutely nothing but the Ukraine, praying for them constantly, Amen. praying that God would send an angelic Rohirrim, like out of the Lord of the Rings, to ride into mm, Ukraine yeah. and, and deliver them out of the hand of Putin. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. Um, but I also, and I agree that um, I just feel in my spirit, Putin wants to re reconstitute the USSR. It's been obvious for a very long well, he time. He said it. He said and as much. The, the, the whole narrative spinning of trying to make Christians the other 
is very problematic, and that's mm-hmm. going to continue as well. But also, just to kind of briefly touch on the whole baseball thing, I don't think the younger generation understands the mystique behind baseball. They don't appreciate. They don't tend to appreciate history as a whole. So they don't tend to appreciate the importance of Jackie Robinson, the importance of the Negro League, the importance of, of uh, uh, you know, just the whole, if you look all the way back to the owners and players, this whole kind of fighting has been going on since Forever. the inception of baseball, really. Sure. But I think the saddest part about all of this is that the world is on fire. Yeah. And the, uh, the one distraction I was really looking forward to, and the one I look forward to every year is hearing Joe Castro. Joe Castiglio's voice telling me about what's going ha- what's going on in the baseball game. Can I tell you something about Joe Castiglione? We, uh, we, I don't know even know if they still do, but we used to broadcast a couple of days a year. We'd broadcast from Fenway. And and one year I went in August, I talked to my daughter, and I actually got to interview Joe Castiglione on the radio. Oh, wow. It was the highlight of my radio career. It was the highlight yeah, of bet. my career. I was like I, I was like a little kid sitting there in awe. I'm like, I can't believe it. I'm talking to Joe Castiglione. He's sitting right next to me. So it yeah, was I, it was cool. But you know, I don't know. I think they you're right. I think they've lost the mystique. But you know, you got kids playing games on cell phones all the time, so they don't know. Laura, I'm sorry I gotta let you go. I gotta take a break for the news. Thanks so much. Hey, we'll get, we'll come back after the news. More of your calls right here on Will Marotti Show. Stay with us. This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back, 938 WTIC, Will Marotti Show, Matt's Royce with us. It's first time caller Friday. Means if you've ever thought of calling the show, you ever had a, an urge to call the show, this is your day. This is your day you call, 800-966-9842 or 860-522-9842, and Matt will answer. You tell Matt your first time caller, Matt will walk you through the process, and he will indicate on my giant computer call screen, that you are a first-time caller, and then I, your host, will give you concierge radio service. We'll walk you through the call. And easy, easy. You can talk about topics we're talking about. You can do a whole different topic. And and no pushback from the host, even if I if I disagree with what you're saying, because I want to make this as easy as possible. Let me just give it a shout-out to my Amen Choir here. Gene uh, R., J, uh, Carol J., Elaine P., Jimmy V., Michelle F., and Carol L., thank you for your Amen support. Um, so yeah, they they you know they're bombing civilian targets. They bomb a nuclear reactor plant. I mean, this is just again, it's maniacal. I don't know how else you can explain it. This guy Putin is a narcissist. Um, he's evil. He's he's obviously clear. You know, he's not dumb. He's very. He's got to be intelligent. He's got to be wicked smart, as they say in the hood. Um, <laughs> I don't know where they say wicked smart. Um, I mean, he's the leader of the third most powerful country on the planet Earth. Of course, of course, he's he's not a dummy. He didn't get there because he's a fool. But doesn't you know? There's a lot of smart people that are evil, and he is. If he doesn't change his ways, I I I, I hope evil befall him just to stop him, just to stop the guy. I mean, God. The scripture says God takes no pleasure even in the destruction of the wicked. So it's not like God wants anybody to die. God's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's the scripture. That's God's heart. But at the same time, this, these you know, God has destroyed some pretty wicked, evil people in the, in His day. And this is this is a case where this guy is just out of control, and somebody needs to whack this guy. I think the seals. I think we should have sent a seal team in day one and blown up the pipeline. 
found a spot that was safe for our seals and blow the pipeline up. That would completely end this problem. And and our president could end this problem. Our president, because this is all about money, this is all about oil, apart from his ambition and wanting to reconstitute the Soviet Union, apart from land grabbing. But if our president would reverse everything he did that devastated our hard-won, hard-fought energy success and stop caving into the religious the religion of climate change. I mean, it's just it's just getting worse, and more civilians are being killed. More Russians are being killed. Nobody takes any pleasure in that. So, are, are you a Christian? Are you a person of faith, either evangelical? Are you Catholic, Protestant, and and you you side with Ukraine? Ukraine. If if you do, I wish you would call and tell me because we had this story yesterday and and MSNBC that um, this Republican candidate, I think Delaware, obviously ill-informed and 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 spoke out of turn. Uh, you know, indicated that they 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 feel more you know they can embrace Putin more than Biden. Well, it's just stupid. It's just a stupid thing to say. And they bomb throwing. I'm not sure what the reason for that is, but that's just pathetic. Anyway, so they, of course, they run with the story. And because the the person, the candidate, identifies he's an evangelical Christian, of course, well, they broad brush everybody. All evangelical. Well, no. No, I don't know any Christians, evangelical or otherwise. I don't know anybody that's supporting Russia right now. Not one. And I know a lot of people. Trust me. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Let's go to Hartford and Sal. Sal, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning. How are you? Good. Um, yeah, you know, what you said earlier, and I like your show and everything, and pretty much, you know, most of the time you're spot on, but... Uh-oh, there's a know, buck coming. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But, uh, you know, for you to say that, um, you know, that it was the Russians setting fire to it, I mean, it makes no sense. When, well, they blew it up. They bombed it, Sal. No, 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 no. No, just hear me out one second, and 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 I'll okay, know, okay. See if it makes sense. All right. This nuclear plant was under the control from the Russians from uh, February twenty eighth from the special forces, whatever. Okay, it makes no sense for them to blow it up when you know it's going to harm everybody around there, unless and there are reports from international news, uh, um, you know, overseas, not here, that. You know, it, um, uh, you know the um, uh, uh, saboteurs from the Ukraine. You know, are trying to blow it up to show that the Russians did it, and you know it's been going on on and on. I don't know. Or, all I know is all I've got is an AP story that says there was shelling in the area. Well, that's what I'm trying to and, explain. And I understand what you're saying, but I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I've I've got just as much proof for my story as you have for yours at this moment, right? So who knows? I'm just saying. It's just it's it's just if, if the Ukrainians did do that, it's stupid. If the Russians bombed no, it, it's, it's stupid. Propaganda, and and that's what the news organizations have to be careful to you know um, you know regurgitate uh, the same fake news on and on. I'm not saying you know one side or the other because there's a lot of fault on both sides. You know, to uh, you know where we got to this point, you know, isn't one side's fault or the other. And you know, to be honest, well, do you, you know, support? Let me ask you a question, Sal. Do yeah. you support Putin's move to invade Ukraine? Well, you know, that's do a broad you, you're very simple. Do you support it? Yes or no? Um, under the circumstances, yes. You do. And here's why. Okay. Yes, and here's why. Not not for Ukraine so much. Okay. 
um, put aside for the neo-Nazis, you know, unit that's in Ukraine, part of the Ukrainian army that were, you know, they had a civil war there. You know, I don't know if you remember that. I you do, know, but I mean, the president of Ukraine is Jewish, so I don't understand what impact the neo-Nazis have. So, 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 yeah, but if he's Jewish, how, how does he have the neo-Nazi regime's um, Azov uh, regiment? You know, look that up, and you'll find these are neo-Nazis within the Ukrainian government. And, by the way, if you go back two, three months ago, you know, this isn't new. This is, uh, you know, it, it started again two, three months ago when the U.S. wanted to put uh, Ukraine into NATO. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. And they're not no, in NATO. They're not the in the European there. Union. There's no NATO bases in Ukraine. There's no NATO weapons in Ukraine, no, no missiles. In, uh, so, I mean, uh, what they the could have is, done, what they talked the about doing is, though, is one know, thing. But trying, you, and they were talking about it. So no, that justifies an invasion and the killing of innocent men and women and children because they talked well, about well, it? Let me ask you this. Yeah, but this is much wider than that. How would we like it? And we we've been through this in, in the 1960s. Right. How would you right. like it when if the Russians came to Cuba and Venezuela and put missiles there? We didn't. That's but the fact is, the difference here, Sal, is that yeah. the Russians did put missiles in Cuba. There were Russians in Cuba. That's not the Correct. case here. NATO's no, not no. in Ukraine. There's no NATO weapons. Yeah, There's the no Russians, NATO bases in Ukraine. The Russians did put um, uh, missiles in Cuba. Yeah. As as the U.S. had missiles in Turkey. And if you remember the story, okay, they took the missiles out of uh, Cuba and the U.S. took the missiles out of Turkey. Out of Turkey, right. Agreement. But there are no missiles. There. <sighs> but, Sal, none of this has happened in the Ukraine. They haven't joined NATO. There's no NATO bases in Ukraine. And there's no NATO missiles or okay, U.S. That, missiles in Ukraine. That, that's, that's the start of this. You know, a few months but you ago. don't invade a country because people are talking about something. That's just that's just poor logic, Sal. I'm sorry, but I just I guess completely no, disagree with you. Yeah. But thank you for your call. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Eight hundred nine six six nine eight four two eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. You know, I I talked about robbing a bank. Do I get arrested and put in jail for that? I don't know. Do I? I I, don't, I mean, not that I did, but I'm saying. There's a difference between having discussions about something, wanting to do something, and actually doing something. NATO has not accepted Ukraine. Ukraine has not even applied for NATO. They applied for membership in the European Union. There are not NATO bases in Ukraine. There are not NATO weapon systems in Ukraine. There are not American weapon systems in Ukraine. In fact, there's probably more Russian systems in Ukraine than there are American or NATO. Oh, gosh. Where's my little center, bro? should check my blood pressure all right listen we're gonna take a break couple commercials we'll come back we'll come back with more calls rudy i see out there more calls coming in matt's gonna grab them be patient and uh, we'll talk to you on the other side of the break couple commercials we'll be right back wtsc news talk 1080 this is local radio the well Marathi show on wtic news talk 1080 All right, welcome back, 951. Now, unless, unless I don't know, I'm looking at about a half a dozen uh, U.S. news outlets. Unless all of these news outlets are wrong, the, they report that the Russians were shelling that area where the, the, the nuclear power plant is and took control after the shelling. That's what the reports say. That's USA Today, Washington Post, New York Times, CNBC, Wall Street Journal, and The Guardian, uh, the British paper. So... Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it goes it goes back to who do you control? I'll tell you what I would do. 
if we can get this thing to end, the minute it ends and the Russians are out of as much as we can get them out of Ukraine, I put I put Ukraine into NATO. The minute, the second it happens. Let's go to uh, Rudy in Florida. Rudy, welcome to the show. Hey, I saw it with my own eyes. Um, as you brought it up, it was on uh, the local Tampa Bay News, the 9 o'clock news. Yeah. So you could see the explosions. It was nighttime there. Yeah. And they're, they're reporting that Russia took the, the power plant. Yeah, this is all current. So this is one hour ago, 19 minutes ago, four hours ago, 10 minutes ago, 42 minutes ago, 18 minutes ago, one hour ago. So this is for yeah. this is all. I mean, you're right. It was happening last night, apparently. You know, but time, you know, just being what it is. Well, I don't know what the time is in Ukraine right now. I think this but... is a six hour, seven hour delay, something like that. Be, you know, ahead of us. Um, all right. So, so I mean, go ahead. There's nothing. I, I have no idea what we're going to do because you can't get to Putin. If there's anyone well, that protects, it's got to be get from within. <laughs> I mean, he's probably more here than the White House. And yeah. remember what he did. He was the head of the KGB under I communist Russia. So, but there's people yeah. around him. There's people around him. That's who has to do it. Yeah, it's the people around him. you got to take him out. But you also know if you get caught trying to do it, you and your whole family is going to disappear. You, and I, yeah. I'm hearing reports that... Um, the Russian media faces a 15-year jail sentence if they're reporting casualties or non. So you can't, you um, can't even protest in Russia. If you protest, it could be considered treason. It's punishable by death. If you protest, imagine, could, imagine another country like ours that controls our media to a lopsided slant. Because I, I mean, you can't report anything unfavorable right. if you're Russian media right. without facing 15 years in prison. 15 years. So if you show one child dead on the streets of Ukraine yeah. by a Russian show, soldier, you're yeah. going to get 15 years yeah. in jail. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's a big, it's a different world. It's a different world. But I mean, I I don't know. He said there was, you know, you you, you know, news from European news reporting that the Russian forces had taken, you know, the, the plant sometime earlier, and it was Ukraine. I sound, it sounds to me like what he's saying is propaganda, because I got pages and pages of reports, all current reports, that they were shelling it and just took it. So You know what's funny is, I mean, we're in this situation because elections have consequences. Yeah, I, I do have Democrat friends. I have two down here, yeah. and they're older than me. Mm -hmm. um, and they hate what's going on in Ukraine, and they hate China. Yeah, and I'm like, but you vote for people that voted support for these countries, <laughs> and he goes, I understand that, but I'm still not voting for any Republican. I'm like, it that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like they say one side of them out there saying how much they hate stuff, and this other side of them out there not going to vote for Republicans, but it's the Democrats that brought it on. So I mean, there's yeah, no, again, so it, there's just no, there's no arguing. With it. it could have been avoided. Avoided. I mean, hundred percent. People, people need to start thinking with their hearts. Quit wearing political affiliations like it's an ethnicity, because that's kind of how I feel it is. Again, I mean, most I, I of my conservative friends um, question the Republicans all the time. They don't. Yeah, I do. A lot of them are independent voters, even though they only vote Republican, because they don't want the R next to their name. But your average Democrat carries that blue flag like it's like it's their Italian heritage or Irish heritage, <laughs> and it's like people need to wake up because. Well, I mean, some of them really progressives. I mean, it's a religion to them. Yeah, that's forget what about I mean. loyalty. It's it's straight up religion for some of these people, and so it's hard and to it's fight. It's dangerous. That. It's, it's very dangerous, dangerous but it's hard to fight that. It's hard to change people people's minds. It's sad. So you know. Hey, Rudy, throw thanks. me in your prayers. I'm going through something. All right. Yeah, uh, hit, hit me on uh, Twitter. I mean, what's going on? 
Yeah, I got a, well, I got my dad's right. Alzheimer's. Is, I mean, he just got hospice and then oh, uh, I had some personal stuff, but right. the hey, Alzheimer's hey, is chewing him up. Talk, talk to me on Twitter. Let me know what's going on so I can pray better. Thanks, Rudy. Uh, let's go to uh, Newington and Raphael in Newington. Raphael, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, how are you? Who am I speaking with? This is this is Will Marotti, and this is the Will Marotti Show. Hey, how are you? So yeah, there's a couple, you know, couple little concerns I would like to point out. Number one, in our local police department, there's a lot of issues in the police the police department. And if you guys don't believe me, you guys could check it out at ecoturflandscaping at gmail dot com. That's a link to my uh, Facebook. What's the uh, what are the problems, Raphael? What are the problems? So, first of all, if I could get a lot of followers on that. Number two, uh, you know, I have a lot of questions. Like, I got locked up inside the police department with a lighter inside the police cell. I want to know why the police officers never came in inside the cell. But anyways, so let's go back to the question. Do you, do you support the UK, Ukraine or, or Russia? Uh, well, uh, I support uh, Ukraine. Ukraine, okay. Uh, and the reason why is because Putin threatened him. So if Ukraine went into NATO, he would have blown him up. Mm-hmm. And if they were not in NATO, so basically if NATO would have joined Ukraine, Putin mm-hmm. would not done what he did. Mm-hmm. But since NATO and everyone else kind of like avoided Yeah. Uh, other situations, so it's Putin basically is doing whatever he wants to do. Yeah. So U.S. should have just cut off the oil, pipe in an emergency line, steal all the oil while all the war is going on. If they, if they have, he has no oil, no war. You well, he has no right money, now, right? I mean, that oil is the source of his money, so you cut that off. It's hard to fight a war when you're broke. Correct. So, but yeah. instead, U.S. should have been smart enough and steal it at the same time. Well, I, I said we should have blown the pipeline up originally, but no one Correct. listened to me. But we should have done a diversion before we blow it up. So that way, while all the war is going on, he's spending all the money. Oh, his money. Yeah. We are making money with his oil at the same time. Hmm. Well, that that's a pretty good plan. I wish we would have thought of that. <laughs> Raphael, thank yeah, well, you so much for your call. I appreciate it. All right, we'll take a break. Commercial news. When I get back, when we get back here on the Will Marty Show, uh, uh, I'm going to have the, the per, I'm going to have a person on who is working very hard to help Richard Blumenthal retire, and I, I know many of you would like to see that. And you would you would how many of you would like to go to a Richard Blumenthal retirement party? I for one would go. I'd pay big money to to buy the ticket if I could go to the Richard Blumenthal retirement party. So we're going to take a couple commercial breaks. News. We'll be back. Don't go away. Walmart Roddy Show. WTIC News Talk. Ten eight. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.